Everybody comfortable? Yeah. Get your ass up when I'm talking. Hey, take it easy. It's showtime. It's showtime. Yeah. Feel the magic and soul of the YB. Thank you for joining that Davis show. I am your host, Kenneth Davis. Follow me at That's Davis. Always along with me, or really, I'm along with him. We have Ryan Bukovetsky. Follow him at Ryan Bisky or Ryan Bisky, one executive producer of this show. And buddy, 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 buddy. See, I had to give him four buddies. I think that was four. It may have been five. But Every year, it just keeps growing. Money, I buddy. <laughs> oh, man, I met six buddies. Uh, listen, I'm going to be like MJ soon. Give me that six. <laughs> then I'm going to be like Scotty hating on you talking about like he really wasn't really wasn't six buddies. But um, he was sick lie. a couple of times with my back's hurting. <laughs> we got a lot to get into with uh, the Bears who will be playing really today when you get this. We recorded this on Thanksgiving Eve, but it's probably dropping Thanksgiving Eve, but you may get it Thanksgiving Day. The Bears play the early game against the Lions. Uh, we'll definitely get into that game. We'll get into Mark Conkle's article from the patch talking about the fact that he had a source tell him that Matt Nagy will be fired on Friday. Of course, we know at the Bears presser, Matt Nagy denied that and um, basically said it was inaccurate. The Bears have not come out and said anything. Um, we'll talk about... Um, uh, Allen Robinson's uh, co-host Schultz uh, dropping bombs, dropping bombs as far as Matt Nagy losing the locker room. Well, also something that came out on 670 to score Bernstein and Rahimi, Hub Arkish, uh, came out like an hour, hour and a half ago. Shout out to everybody at 670. Um, and said from a source of his that George McCaskey, we don't know through what avenue he did it, but basically told the coaching staff to start Justin Fields for the remainder of the season. So now, according to what Hub Arkish detailed to us, basically when we, at that Monday, when, um, again, this is my opinion, when uh, uh, Matt Nagy came out and said, Andy's the starter when he's healthy, and then later on came out and said, well, Justin is the starter, we found out why there was such an abrupt bow, about face in that matter. And uh, then later on, we're going to do some some Bulls basketball with the Bulls suffering the loss to the Pacers, even though they're still having a terrific season so far, still early on in the season. And then get into some up for grabs Thanksgiving's discussions. Uh, but let's go off top. All right. Because this is a good off top. top. Take it from the top to tippy. Uh, listen, I was in a barbershop this morning with my son. Um, I love one the way that he is maneuvering and learning in the barbershop because I, I had to, to tell him sometimes, like, listen, when we're in a barbershop, part of the reason for years I've had you in there is to kind of learn how people move and observe and grab some things and pick up game, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And to see how, you know, he talks before walking out and he and now have to say anything. And it's like, talk to everybody. You don't have to worry about if they respond. You know what I'm saying? As far as, you know, everybody have a great holiday or whatever. I have to say anything. My son did it. I was proud of him. So anyway, while we were in there, the young Kenton, young Kenton, he's becoming a young man. While we were in there, they were deliberating. The juries were still deliberating the Maude Arbery killing, which is a murder, of course. 
Um, and uh, we were, of course, discussing what would happen if those three men were found uh, innocent. You know, so you had Travis McMichael, the son, Gregory McMichael and William Rody Bryan Jr. was the guy driving behind them, recording all of it as they uh, committed the atrocity by murdering that young man. Um, they were all convicted. Just want to get that out real quick. Uh, Gregory Michael, the dude with the shotgun that killed uh, Mount Arbery, uh, he got hit with everything. He he uh, he rode an armor truck, picked up a murder. This has nothing to do with that. Um, he's guilty of all charges: malice murder, four counts; felony murder, two counts of aggravated assault, false imprisonment, criminal attempt to commit felony. His father is not guilty of malice, but is guilty of the other eight charges, and the Yahoo driving a truck who tried to really get out of it with his bitch ass is guilty of three counts of felony murder and one count of aggravated assault and false imprisonment. So okay. I'm a good yeah. citizen. I'm failing. Yeah. It was like, yeah, that doesn't seem necessarily right. Um, so anyway, that was something that just came across prior to us beginning the show. And I just wanted to, um, I just wanted to put it out there cause I was happy. Um, especially with the Kyle Rittenhouse situation. Um, it was interesting to see what they were going to do and did they want Georgia and some of these other places and us, I mean, well, I live in Chicago. They want to see what was going to happen if they messed around with this one. Uh, so, again, these gentlemen were guilty of sin. The crazy part, too, going back to, what was it, 2019? Um, that was 2019, wasn't it? Or it's been 2020. Was that the... Cause it this was, was like right at the turn of 2020. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, all right. My brother's been gone a year now. So this is 20. This is 2020. The date was February this is 2020. 23rd, 2020. Because I was going to say the Mar Arbery thing, the, the kind of crazy unfortunate part to it was that George Floyd happened like a month, month and a half later. And that kind of, I hate to say it, in a way, it kind of swept it under the rug where I think it would have held the national consciousness even more. It would have been the main story, you know what I'm saying? Especially being videotaped or whatever, but then to have a cop kill George Floyd, that kind of superseded it in a way. So it kind of pushed Amar Arbery. And Amar Arbery was still out front, but it wasn't out, out, out front as, as George Floyd and what took place after George Floyd's uh, murder. So it was just for something that had kind of, I don't want to say it totally had fallen to the wayside, and I'm sure some of the people, especially his family, would deny that. Uh, but it was just good to see justice for the most part um being given to three men that had no business doing whatever the hell they thought they was doing with nothing but racism i was a police officer hearts. one day so i can do whatever i want exactly you know so you you can't sit there and claim self-defense when you're instigating and starting and trying to false imprison somebody anyway so I just wanted to get that one off because it was something that was on my heart watching it at the barbershop with my son this morning. And it was something I before we came on, I went upstairs and I told him um, he asked for how long. Also, they all may they all are eligible to do life. I doubt the, the, the gentleman in the car, Brody, does life and the father may not. But he's an older man. But the son probably will get something close to life, if not 30 or 40 years, I would think. And. They dumbasses could have just stayed at the crib or they could have just rolled up, called the police. Right. And 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 listen, after that, told the police which direct they could have just followed them and told the police to come and do their job. You know, they right. could have just if it was that important to, to to follow someone who you said was stealing from your neighbor's property, even though there was no the video footage showed he didn't take anything. And people like they do with homes that are being constructed on do go in those houses. I know as a kid. 
There's I a, do um, it all the time. Yeah, I know as a kid, right where I like right off of uh, 79th and, and Yates. Well, where I live at, there used to be a train. I grew up in this area. There was a train before my time that kind of went through several neighborhoods, right? So that tr- train track was empty. So what happened was they developed houses on those that land on each blocks that it goes through. So from instance, like um, you could say like 80, 84th in some place further east than me, those houses, they keep going. My uncle, uncle actually moved into one a block away from the home that I lived in because the track was a, 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 a block south of me. So there were these houses would go along this trainer. So I remember going in there and um, just we was just walking around in there. I mean, going up the stairs or whatever, you know, what I'm saying it was something that, you know, we did as kids with nothing to do. Um, so again, and again, there were people. If, and sometimes if people that it's don't know, cool just looking at a house being constructed. Right, like, it, it, it's a step. It's kind of a phenomenon through. in a way to see it happen. Like, and right. we all need it. And I mean, I watch those shows today. But there were people, for instance, to give a backstory for why I, I, I brought that part out. There are people that were white that went in the house just to look at what was taking place. The owner said that. Owner said, "I ain't tell them to go do that." Basically, you know what I'm saying. So. Um, just I don't want to say a shout out because that sounds trivial to something as important as somebody being snuffed out in the um, spring of their life. But uh, our our thoughts and our prayers go to Mar Arbery's family um, and also to the fact that hopefully this kind of um, this vigilante. Thank you. Vigilantism. Hopefully it will let people know that it's not OK to go out there and be racial vigilantes. All right, let's keep it going. Let's jump over to something sad, to something less sadder because it's <laughs> sports and it's not real life. But the debacle that's taking place with the Bears. So yesterday, man, it was this young jock is going down. <laughs> um, dude, it really so was. All of a sudden, did, things are just did, going down. No, we did on the center yesterday. Uh, we did it later than usual. A uh, shout out to Eric and Adam. Um, but we recorded it and Hogue was like, man, Ken, you said on the text line and on the text line, we were talking about what's going on with Matt Nagy and his um, him being thrown out there with a report. First of all, how they did Chris Tabor, special teams coordinator was messed up. All right. That that came out an hour before he went out there and you let him have to go out there on top of the part the, the fact that he's probably will be the interim coach if given uh, if, if Matt Nagy is released. That was messed up, all right? But you sent Matt Nagy out there. And then you get to the point. I felt sorry for Matt Nagy. I mm-hmm. had a, like a, a crying, laughing emoji. But I was like, dude, they may as well just put this man out of his misery. It's just there's no reason to have Shorty out there like that. Um, did Matt Nagy cause this? Hell yeah, he caused it. But the thing is this, and I'm not trying to hold no Matt, Matt Nagy pity party. Matt Nagy was doing what he thought he could do. He thought mm-hmm. he could become a great offensive coordinator. He never really was pressed. And, and before, even with whatever was taking place in Kansas City, he still had Big Red behind him. All right. So any not just Big Red, but the other coaches there also. Right. So he he thinks, dude, I got this. He gets here. He has nothing. All right. He he doesn't know how if he does have it in his brain, 
He doesn't know how to translate it until to the field and onto the playbooks and how to instruct those players into getting it done. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not even putting this on him as in consciously he doesn't. I, as far as he's not consciously, he's not giving it his all. It's just not a talent of his. That, that, now, perhaps he will prove me wrong in the future, which will be great. I hope he does prove me wrong. But as of right now, uh, halfway into his fourth season with the Bears, he cannot get offense off of the playbook and onto the field. He And on top of that, that's just part of it. On top of the rhythm and the flow and the setup as far as how to set teams up, the setup as far as how to I'm giving you this look and you think I'm going to come back and do this, but actually I'm going to come back and do something totally different out of the same look. Like he he, he doesn't get that. And he just right. started running the ball consistently this season. After after three years in the, one of the run happy cities in, in 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 the country, all right, and and it's giving up play calling to do that run heavy too. Exactly. I mean, so it could let, letting Jordan Howard trading Jordan Howard away when you guys could have held him another year and let him walk, basically, and just at least had a battering ram. Um, look, it's I've been saying it has been time to happen. You've been saying it, Ryan, that it's been time to happen. George McCaskey, if, like I said at the beginning of the show, what Hub Arkin said on Bernstein and Raheem on 670 to score, if that's true, George George McCaskey came out and said that. The person I blame most is George McCaskey. George McCaskey last year had an opportunity where everybody in his city city was saying to him, let those gentlemen go, period. Mm -hmm. Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace and Orr, all right? And you sat there and said, I'm going to give their ass another chance, all right? So what? It, all this self-reflection, self-reflection. At one point, you have to realize the person working for you does not know what they're doing. I know that you guys may not have enough NFL connections. I know you guys don't have maybe a, a close the closest connections to former players. Um, there's too many people out here, and I'm not on the, the, the just trying to be on this former player, bring them into the, to, to the umbrella thing. I just think there's too many people in football that could have let you know hey, this isn't really going the way you think it should be going. And on top of that, the years of it not working. Like, you don't even need someone that knows football to tell you it's not working if it's the fourth season and it's not working. That's common Uh sense in any business structure. And don't ignore the seven years of the GM with one winning season and no playoff victories either. Right. So it's... No, this that's this is on ownership. And we gotta stop acting like the McCaskies are like these little babies that we have to like rock to sleep and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like these are these are grown people. And then we could take we could take Virginia out of it, right? I was squarely George is in charge, he's McCaskies in charge. It's on George. It's like we used to when I was a kid, people used to pound on Michael McCaskey. It's on George. You let Ryan Pace stay here, or he kept Matt Nagy. They failed. All right. So Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy did the best he can do. Guess what? It just ain't good enough. Right. right. Like, like it's, it's, it's not it's not good. But you held on to him instead of recognizing, wait, I got this defense. I'm paying all this money. You paid all this money for this defense and squandered it like for just, real. You, you, you squ- I mean, listen, I'm not even just talking about Super Bowls. I'm talking about real playoff runs. Right, that that let's, legitimate let's take, playoff. Run. Yeah, let's take let's take Super Bowl runs, Super Bowls off. But like you just said, legit playoff runs, dude. 
They backed into the playoffs last year, and we knew they were going to get their teeth kicked in. And what they do? They got their teeth kicked in. And they added an extra playoff spot for you to even be there. Exactly. You didn't even really earn getting into the playoffs. It's not like you were the sixth or fifth seed in the wild card, and you put it together at the end. Let's get a a run going. You got so lucky after that six-game losing streak. You had all these victories pile up potentially on the season, and you backed your way in. And when you played a very beatable uh, playoff team, you got spanked harder than pretty much any team got spanked in the playoffs. Yeah, dude. So, uh, uh, again, the, this is a creation. This isn't their creation because they entrusted uh, Ryan Pace with it. But after knowing, like, any, this isn't working. I mean, th- these people been around football, y'all. Regardless of if they don't know X's and O's, they know working and not working. Right. All right. And That's how hard that, is it to network in their position where they get dude, better at it? So that's 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 where I'm at. Um, Matt Nagy, who knows what I mean, I'm sure he'll be back in Kansas City or wherever one of those coaches has landed. Mm-hmm. Um, who who knows who'll be the next head coach? I don't even know for sure the lane as far as do we really want to go someone who hasn't done the job before? Um, it's people looking at the, uh, offense, yeah. offense, 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 instead of man, like who's out there that's really listen. Even if they haven't done it, done it, they've been a lot closer than where Matt Nagy was in, in, in doing it. Um, and then if you're even talking about, and I don't know if this ownership would do that when you talk about how much it would play to bring in a uh, Ryan Day um, and bring in a college coach. That that I mean that's nine million dollars probably right there at mm-hmm. least. You know what I'm saying, and that's still and, and that's no still guarantee. That's what I was about to say, and that's still saying that you, you you're under the assumption that it translates. Remember you know Chip saying? Kelly? Oh, yeah. baby. I mean, look, look at uh, what was rule? Look at rule down there, in Carolina. They had to bring Cam back. They was living. They was feeling froggy, right? They was so, like, man, we got we got. That's this. one Next. of those where it was like, really, you didn't want Justin Fields, you wanted Sam Darnold, right? Right, dude. <laughs> listen, they were the fact that they were like, dude, we're good. First of all, remember they held on to Cam and didn't let him get out there when he could have right. been a free agent. Then let him go, and now Cam is doing Superman in the smoke. Like this is my city. It's like. Damn, y'all really played yourself right there. I mean, but and the crazy part is they they were allowed to do the fact that Cam was still in the streets. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. you 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 could do all that, like you just said. You got Sam Darnold in here starting off the year hot. Even if you looked at his interception numbers, a lot of people wasn't looking at Sam Darnold's interception numbers when he was throwing those touchdowns and running for those touchdowns. But you started off hot, then he Sam Darnold, and you still had the opportunity to bring back <laughs> Cam Newton, as you said. That's not after drafting, not drafting Justin Fields. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it's just getting here and getting back to who should be the head coach and getting to should a college coach be a head coach. You know, I don't, I don't have the answer. I don't know if it should be Brian Dable, does, does offensive a Pat coordinator Fitzgerald of do Bills. anything for you in terms of no. college coaches? We just said no college coaches. <laughs> but we're supposed, he's from around the way. He knows. I mean, listen, he's a it's CEO. It's more so if you were targeting college coaches, and it's what you just said. I like the CEO aspect of it, but I guess they're all CEOs. Wherever you go, Ryan Day, if you want to go Lincoln Riley, if you can somehow pry him out of Oklahoma. Um, but it just – I think that's the big thing is, like, you need – 
a legit ass leader at the top, like this quarterback, get the guru, develop them, develop the offense. That stuff's great. If the leadership and the game management, the, the team management is in place or at least is solid enough. If you don't have that stuff, which is what Matt Nagy has really been showing us. And I think that's the damning part is every year it seems to just get worse with him. That's when, you know, you're not qualified as a head coach when things just continue to get worse and worse and worse, which is the, my same issue with Ryan Pace. doesn't really seem like he makes rosters better. And every year we have roster construction issues. And we're looking at this year with that secondary being beyond pathetic. And you're getting rid of Kyle Fuller instead of Jimmy Graham. Like you need to answer for these type of things. Mm-hmm. And the leadership is just totally voided. It has to come from the top. I, I liked your point with ex players. Like, you don't need Olin Krutz and some of these other guys to pick out your next guy, but why aren't you talking to them? I remember Lawrence Holmes was talking about this. Why aren't you just getting their feedback? They are in football circles all across the league of different varieties. They have information. Why wouldn't you try to unlock that? I'll never understand that. The Bulls are trying to bring back every ambassador in the world, and you can't bring back no one of your 53 of past great teams. I'm especially Olin, though. I mean, I mean, if you just the football after show guys, but I mean, like yeah. you would think that you, I mean, I mean, him being someone, because I mean, if you really outside of lack, he's the most storied of those Bears from that era. As far as he was great, like they, yeah. you can't argue. Like other people, like I think we we hear Chicago view several others as great, also as in a Lance Briggs and a Peanut Tillman, just to name a couple of them or whatever. But as far as nationally, it was there's you can't argue on a guy being named to the all decade team at center. You know what I'm saying? Like we expect him to have the Hall of Fame candidacy of anyone available. We think he's the number one to get into the Hall of Fame because he's considered one of the best centers. Devin Denhill. Yeah. Okay, fine. But Devin's a freak of nature. There have been other great centers, but Olin Cruz is in that argument of one of the best centers, especially during his time. Yeah, Jay Hilgenberg needs to get in there. But, yeah, I mean, dude, I'll say this, though. If they do get a college coach, what I would hope would happen from a plus of doing that would be having someone who had been entrenched for years in the kids coming out of high school. I think about how uh, Pete Curl was coming back, back to the pros from USC and how many players they used to hit on initially when he came back to the pros. People like now that since – They've been out of college, him and I, the general manager, since they kind of been out of that that loop. You know, they kind of been better recently in the draft. But they went through some periods of missing out on, on the draft. I mean, that Jamal uh, Adams signing, they could have had had a uh, uh, Buda Baker instead of him, and had oh. now had to pay trade and pay for safety like that. Um, but still, it, you, it gives you someone who has been looking at these kids, and you can start really hitting even further on some of those draft picks further down in the draft because this person was recruiting them. Again, that's a plus, but I don't know. And be honest with you, I'll be interested in seeing the names if, because we get, we're still talking. I mean, I yeah. think we think it's over, but I'm going to have to see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. since believing with this, with this organization, seeing is believing because they always like to do the And they can change their mind at any time and that's do something what I'm saying. crazy. Exactly. That's probably why they didn't come out and deny it either way. Because they didn't want to say if they did, right? So now it could be like, okay, if they fire him, 
it's be like, okay, cool. But if they don't, you can't say, oh, they didn't fire him. So that way it kind of covers up from, but to leave him out there and not say, oh yeah, he's good. You know, so as as of right now, he doesn't have to wear something to, to 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 the fact that he's the coach for the time being and just leave that out there. I have to say it speaks volumes. Another thing, too, and Hogue had made this point on Under Center, um, this episode to drop today. And, and I think we all knew it. Um, I believe um, who was, was it Chris Emma from the score? It may have been Chris Emma. Um, but basically said you know, did they tell you you're going to be the coach of the remainder of the season? And Nagy didn't answer it, which was the answer, right? When, mm-hmm. If somebody t- tell you, hey, Ryan. Was you, Jason Leisure of the Sometimes. No, because because uh, um, I don't think it was Potash. I think it was pretty much Chris Emma. I'm going to say, because the thing I'm going to tell you this, trying to pick out those voices sometimes. Yeah, they're you, tough. They're tough. You think you're hitting? I've met, I, I, I really have stopped. <laughs> I've stopped trying to, because I was like, I thought that was something. Like, I. I stopped. I'll let somebody who's in the room tell me who it was uh, rather oh, than me sit boy. there and mess up. But that's it's the equivalent of someone saying, hey, Ken, um, how long are you going to be doing? Did they tell you, you know, you're going to get that get that job next year? You still had a job next year? I'd be like, man, I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? We'll see. That means they didn't, told, they didn't tell me. I got right. the job next year or for the remainder of the year. So, Look, it should have happened. It should happen. Um, by no means does, should he have been retained. And I'm referring to Matt Nagy, even Ryan Pace, been retained for this season. Um, wish him the best, but he failed. And it's been a failure that ownership let, let continually be compounded on the fact that they never did anything to stop it, really, by year three. Last year should have been the last year. That's yeah. just... I mean, let's be honest with it. Like, we all knew last year, six-game losing streak, and you're trying to give us this collaboration BS. How? This ain't going right. Right. Unless he was never going to call offensive plays. Like, the fact that he said – Which he took it back, like, right away. That that, that alone shows that there was no self-reflection. If the self-reflection was still, yeah, it didn't work in my hands, but I'm going to get it back and I'm going to learn now. And it's like, no, 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 that's not self-reflection. You actually do something well to a certain degree, unless we thought you did something well to a certain degree until Jordan Schultz, co-host of the playoff pod with Allen Robinson, Bears receiver, uh, came out and tweeted, and I'm paraphrasing, that Nagy lost part of the locker room last year and lost a large majority, if not the remainder, this year. Um, and Allen Robinson came out yesterday in the press and was like, I can speak for myself, man. Don't put me in that type of situation. And I'm not happy. I think that podcast might be done for a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> or, or, but you listen, that's content though. They that can is. bring that onto the podcast right. and have an episode where they really go into it. And of course they go into it enough to give the audience something, but not give them everything. Cause I right. mean, you'd be an idiot to think that, Allen Robson didn't have a little bit to do with what homie right. said. All right. right. Like, like they'll be like, oh, good. I was gonna say, if I'm a producer on that show, I'm calling both of them. Like, when's the earliest we can get a show on? Right. Right. Now? Hell yeah. Things are hot. Right. And I mean, Al Robson come out and tell him. But also, who knows from the point of that's Al Jordan Schultz knows athletes. He has a podcast with CJ McCullum. So that, that don't think Allen Robinson is the only bear he may know or mm-hmm. that bears he's met through Allen Robinson. But don't think mm-hmm. that that's the only bear. But still, he's getting information from Allen Robinson. Yes, yes. I think. You would be naive <laughs> to not think 
He's like, I'm getting all my bear stuff from so and so, and Alan right. Robinson does a podcast with him, right? Like they don't talk about his job. Right. He doesn't try to get insight. Like, what's going on in the league? How's it going on with your team or whatever? Like, uh, come on now, like. Uh, Hey, Joe, there, what's going on with the Bears? Oh, they hate Matt Nagy, but I didn't get that from Allen Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, look, and I, look, yeah, he should have. Dude, if you, and this is something we've been saying for years, because people be like, man, I feel, you put it on, you put the uniform on, dude. You go out there, you bust your ass in training camp, you bust your ass to rehab, and it's the same shit, and y'all ain't going nowhere. Regardless of if I'm still focused and locked in, I'm not giving it the same that I would give it if I still had hope. Dog, you can't just tell imagine me how hard it is to keep that focus going when you feel you're on a sinking ship. Sunk, sunken ship. All right, because it's been this this ship has been semi capsized. Yeah. For yeah. over a season, the guys right? with the buckets have been going yeah, for a while. It's like, the water levels yeah, not like, going it, down. It, it, it was turning a little bit. And it, nah, <laughs> right? Justin like, Fields drafted. Oh yeah, wait, offensive line yeah, issues. Kevin Jenkins back. Yeah, yes. So no, dude, it, it's it's been it, dude. Last year was enough. They lost six games in a row, and dude, they would lose six. They still can lose six games in a row. To go tomorrow, but if it wasn't the Lions, they definitely would lose six games. Well, I, that's, that's the big talk, right? Like, if they don't win this game, the rest of the schedule looks like an offer right. at this point, right? Dude, the only team I think I don't even look, I don't even know if the Bears can beat the Jets, but there's very few teams out there where I'm like, dude, the Bears, the Bears can beat them. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, maybe I even, the Lions. Yeah, but the like, Lions. I'm just thinking about that. That list might not exist, dude. The Lions should be looking like this is a homecoming game. Like, man, we about to get our numbers up. The Bears, we about to get the Bears. The Bears sleeping, right? Like, if I was the Lions, man, we getting us a victory today. Listen, I'm You're gonna have a good. turkey leg. I'm a, I'm a hold my woman tonight and have a turkey leg in the other hand. <laughs> All right. If I was a lion, like, dude, I'm about to do it. I'm getting mine today. Today, when I see my family members tonight, they're going to respect me. Right. Oh, and they're probably loving the fact that it's early. Like, let's just get this shit going. Let's go. Let's go. We're beating this let's team. Go. Yeah, dude. Like, I And then you got the rest of the Bears roster wondering if their dude's going to get fired and probably going to exactly. distract them the entire time. Uh, I can see the Bears playing, taking off on the tarmac. And you see Nagy just still sitting there holding his bags and stuff, thinking about what he's going to do now living in Detroit as the play just flies off and leaves his ass. <laughs> but can we talk about that for a second? Why, uh-huh. if you want to fire him, let's say all these reports are true, why are you waiting until Thanksgiving? Like, I get somewhat the short week stuff, but I think that's a little bit overrated with the short week. Like, why are you making this guy suffer? And I love the point you made earlier like Chris Tabor and Nagy are just being pushed out there, right? To like talk about these reports, talk about these rumors. Where is Ryan Pace? Where is Owen? Like, I love how Bears Brass is just like, hey, y'all that are about to be fired, why don't you take care of this for us? Thank you. We'll see you that. can resign if you'd like and lose all your money, or we're going to parade you out there until yes. you get fired. But that's why things don't work right there, man. That lets you know how scared they are. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, a real a real one gonna step up and be like, "Listen, this isn't right. I don't know what the hell they doing." Because this isn't what I told them to do. See, and right? That's a part of my problem with what you just said. 
if you're George McCaskey, you're all them, you're scared. Isn't Ryan Pace supposed to be that guy that alleviates all your fear because he's the big football operations guy? And if he's not giving you that, don't you have to question him? Be like, our big football guy is leaving us scared. We probably don't have a good football guy. Apologies. Yeah, dude. I mean, there's I can't there's nothing more for me to say to what you just said. I the fact that ownership, right? Ryan Pace. Listen, one, Ryan Pace should come out unless ownership told him not to say anything, right? But Ryan Pace ducks it. Like, we spent a lot of yesterday's show whole going into, you know, the fact that they, you know, Ryan Pace only goes on what? BBM. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, talks games. to Tony Romo, apparently. You know, but as far as the national really guys. taking it. Look, you don't even get the, 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 the um, you don't even get the David Schuster, John Paxton Christmas Day uh, uh, interview. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you don't, mm-hmm. you don't even have an annual. Okay, Ryan Pace is going to talk. You the know only what I'm time saying? is end of the season and yeah, training I'm just camp. Like, that's that's it. during the year. Two that's times. during the, the basketball. But you don't even get that. No, um, no, dude, nothing that, during that, the that, season listen. unless Luke Canells gets him in the preseason. That's about it. Listen, that and that that kind of that tells you a lot about Ryan Pace in a negative way. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you, you got to step out there, Even good or Especially bad. Especially at hey, times listen. when you need to, like this. If you want to play Mister Hiding, you got to come out at certain times, no matter if you want to hide or not. Facts, it's facts. You, 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 and it's not like you don't know how to spin, but just need to. It's time to come out and spin. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Like it's time listening to, come, like, to Tony Romo in that right. broadcast in that first quarter. I was like, man, they know how to spin. They know how to spin. He was like, Tony Romo's like, man, we got everything figured out in Chicago. What are we even doing here? Let's uh, Shady, let's move on to the Super Bowl. It was like, like it's, a bro, lot of ta- it's a lot of talent on that offense. Like, t- listen, I wish we could go back to Dallas, Tony Romo, and give him that offense and be like, oh, sh- <laughs> show me all this talent. Now, I'm not saying he yeah, wouldn't with do his better. Bad back limping. And yeah, in, I'm not like, saying you want I'm this saying offense. Like, yeah, I'm not saying like you give him Allen Robinson that he's not going. to be better with, but I'm really talking about primarily that offensive line compared to the offensive line that Tony Romo had with the Cowboys, especially when that line started turning into what it was like four years ago. Now it's still one of the better lines, but it's not what it was like six years ago when it was like, damn, like when they didn't draft Johnny Menzel and they were just filling out the line with Matt Martin and Smith and all those guys and stuff like that. But um, so that but and that was the key feature with Romo was saying that during the game because he brought up Tevin Jenkins and Larry Borm and we seeing some of the stuff we get out of Larry Borm. Shout out Berlissimo. Um, we seeing that from Borm, but still Jenkins ain't even hit the field. Right. And you like, man, they got some stuff. It's like, right. the dude, you can't claim that right. when Jenkins is hurt. That's a that's listen, that's a red flag. That's not a a a a, a, a welcome right. flag. You can't like you right. can't hit us with that, dude. Like, <laughs> come on, bro. Come on, man. We got the, the tight end, the running backs, the receiver. I guess we got it pace, all. I, I get it. The same with uh, when we had uh, um, when we had uh, oh, man, Alex Brown on the show and to come to find out that he was down yeah, there with right. the Saints with Ryan that's Pace. Right. Ryan Pace got away, boy. He was <laughs> <laughs> You like me? <laughs> the snake charmer just comes he's out of the basket. Gonna... He's gonna. I'm gonna get my my ass up out of here real quick. Listen, we'll we'll see. Um, you know, we'll see if what happens with Ryan Pace. Will they? How they'll handle his job? Will he uh, be uh, bumped up, flunk up? Um, I love we'll, hub arc issues. 
take. If you're going to keep this guy because you absolutely trust him and you love him and the family, once they trust you, the, you're never leaving, apparently, type thing. So that's just within the Bears operating system, right? Mm-hmm. Put somebody ahead of him, on top of him, that manages his ass and let him just focus on the drafts. I mean, I don't think he's great at the draft or great at anything. Like, I've said it before on this show. Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace might not be the worst at their respective jobs, but they're not good at them either. And just because you're not bad, maybe, doesn't mean you're good at it. And normally with the Bears, we get those mixed up, right? Oh, our left tackle's not bad, so that means we're good at left tackle. No, no, it just means you might not be the worst. That's not, a, that's not an area that you want to champion at all. You need to be one of the best if you want any shot, right? Mm-hmm. So... Ryan Pace, if you think that he has these skills, he clearly needs to be managed by someone that. And that means you got to put someone over the top and let that guy hire everyone. You don't give Ryan Pace another coaching hire. You let the new president of operations do the coaching hire, and you can let Ryan Pace do whatever the hell you want him to do in the background because that's where he wants to live anyways. He doesn't want to be out in the forefront. You need a president that's out in the forefront that runs it. I don't know if Ryan Pace would settle for that and if they would do that to Ryan Pace. We'll see. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know if they would do it to Ryan Pace, but I could yeah. care less what he wants with it. I'm like, with you, but I don't know. Looking at, listen, and they have an affinity for him. They looking do? at everything that he's done, there's stuff that us as just regular Joes and fans, when you're talking about nutrition, when you're talking about facilities, when you're talking about the stuff that we went over on the UC with Hogue, when you're talking about how he changed all that stuff, because we forget, I mean, we don't forget, but we 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 have to remember how stuck in the past they were when yeah. it comes to scouting, nutrition, facilities, but so can't on you and so find forth. that guy that isn't an I'm idiot not, too. I, yeah, I'm I'm with. But see, this is the thing. You when when somebody gives you Shangri La, and you've never had it. Now this is your interpretation of Shangri La. So. Really, what I'm saying is it's a better world. It's the best world you've seen. It doesn't mean it's the best world, but it's the Uh best world that you've seen compared to what you've been used to. When somebody gives you that and you've never had it, you don't know if somebody else could give you that. But you knew this person could give you that. So how are they going to go from, oh, man, this dude came and we actually trusted him and let him gave him a blank checkbook. And basically he went off and did well with it. You know, we're going to trust somebody else with that. And I, I I think that's one of those fears. It's the fear why people stay in relationships. You know what I'm saying? The, the devil that I know. I'll never is, find anybody else. Right. It's better. It's the one that I know is better than the one that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? At least and we I know, know this person won't do this to me. So, like, that's that's what I think. You know what? They, 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 um, they operate, to me, in my opinion, they operate out of fear rather than oh, yeah. out of confidence. So out of the fear of this could happen. And I mean, I have to tell myself sometimes not to operate that, but because a, a, a fear of the unknown can per- paralyze you. It can cripple you. Yes. Yes. And they, they operate in that, 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 that way. Cause that's why they kept Nagy and Pace because of fear of, well, at least I know they can go eight and eight. Right. Right. And of, my thing is they they fear the dreaded search firm. 
they are afraid as hell to start this because you can't the rolodex is blank but you were but the thing was after you had to do ernie accorsi your biggest goal then was to be like i'll never do this i'm about to know some people I'm about to, I'm, 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 listen, I'm a one, I'm a get me somebody that's entrenched and I'm going to have that person help to connect me with more people and, and start to really get a, 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 a sense of what I need to know and who I need to know or who I need to start looking out for. Like that's, that's self analyzation right there. If George McCaskey is really looking in the mirror of, I have to get to the point where he, I, I know I have to help ask for help. But I need I, I got to get to the point where it's easy for me to identify the people I need to ask though for the help mm-hmm. from. And you think he would have doubled down with that in this past offseason when it was clear if you're going to bring them back, that's a gamble and a risk. Right. And right. you need to be prepared for what could potentially go wrong. And it just doesn't feel like the Bears are. I they just have they you- looked at it as like, oh, we got our guy. We got another shot. We're good to go. Right. You know, have you talked to Lewis Riddick? All right. I'm just asking you, like, and I'm just saying this hypothetically, like, because I think if you're a person and you don't have the connections, you see these TV people and it's easy. It's like they're um, they're interviewing for to a certain degree. You, you get to you get their opinions. You kind of get to a right. little bit of seeing who they are, their body language. So you can you can see who you like or who you don't like. But I'm really saying that, like, are you are you meeting these people? Not necessarily to hire them but to glean some of the information and to have them maybe connect you with some of these. And again, I, I know you have that in former Bears players. I'm just, I'm just saying that to me, sometimes you're saying ownership. come down from the freaking booth and go yeah. into the commentator's yeah. office and just talk right. with them. Like ownership. Sometimes like regular folk, you see people on TV and it's easy to believe them. So that's why I'm using that just as a, as a reason. But like what, what changes did you make not to put you back in the same situation of, hey, Ernie, what should we do? Right. Right. Who, which one of your guys did, right. did John Elway screw over um, <laughs> this time? Right? And that's the key. Like, you don't know what the search firm is looking for. They don't care about your interest. Make your own search form with a bunch of ex-players and officials you trust. Like, I, I'll never understand it. And like, just what you're saying, go talk to people. Like, don't assume anything. You don't know what the heck you're doing, right? So right. you need information. You need a plan. You need to figure out what you don't know. Just talk to They come to your stadium eight times a year. Go talk to those opposing coaches. Go talk. Who is going to be like, oh, Bears ownership. I don't want to talk to you. Everybody knows that there's a potential job with an owner. They're going to talk to you. You you didn't. You, I mean, first of all, you're the Bears ownership. You can have meetings and lunches and breakfasts and dinners. You could pay, you have a plane. You can have you can sit down with the Bill Parcells if right in the offseason. You could talk to a Bill Belichick like it, you got. And that, listen, we're not even talking about the people that you had in your own facility that you could sit there and talk to as far as former Bears players. But just like just smart football people from around the country that you could sit there and spend time with. Hey, I'm going to be here. Our team's playing so-and-so. Do you think you, you know, and you, I mean, you got the schedule, so it's right. not like you don't know. Our, you know the charity my, events yeah, and everything. Me, exactly. You call the me NFL secretary. Or, I just want to talk, go over some, like, just why leave yourself in the same situation? That, and, that's, that, and no one's saying, like, you have to take Bill Parcells or Bill Belichick at their word, and that's, that's the gospel. 
you collect their information, then you collect your ex-players information, and you collect some maybe ex-officials or maybe people on the outside information that you trust, and you combine all three. What sticks? What are some of the things that they're saying that you're doing this wrong? They're all saying we're doing this wrong. They're all saying football needs to be played this way because of the future of the sport, all that stuff. It just, it, it boggles my mind. How it doesn't boggle mine because it's been them my it's entire life. Like it's been no, it's this has been the same. This is the same stuff your entire life. Actually, if they got it right, that would be the weird part. <laughs> yeah. Like we keep acting like just like we keep acting like man, whoever comes in here is going to fix it. Okie dokie. I'll listen. Yeah. Hopefully, you would hope they can run into that guy that can build Pelichick. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he was with the Browns. Well, they Browns. need that guy now with Fields right. here. Like, you, you need hope, to find him you now. Would, you would hope they, but dude, they may, they may be a team where right? they may be the Browns, they may be the Bengals. And I'm yeah. talking about with foot Joe Burrow. I'm talking about pre Burrow. I was you know reading uh, the New York Giants and uh, this article today about how they got to get rid of everybody. And will the owner finally puts one of his top administrators in charge? First time they haven't done it in 20 years. And I'm just like, man, the Bears are worse in every category than this. And the Giants are supposedly this like laughing stock. Like, what does that make the Bears? They haven't had anywhere near the success the Giants have had since what? The 70s? I mean, dude, whoa, whoa. The, you got to remember this about the Giants. The, the the last time the Bears won the Super Bowl, the Giants won like two Super Bowls five and six years after that, right? And that, so that that's Bill Parcells' Super Bowls with Bill Belichick's defensive coordinator, right? Mm-hmm. Then we go to the, the, the um, Coughlin, Eli, Super Bowls in the odds. Like we're we're they they have four Super Bowls since the last time we won one. And they're talking about how they are. I know I'm I'm piggybacking what you're saying. I'm piggybacking on top of it. Like they do, they whoa. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Whoa. Whoa is right. You were the second largest market behind the Giants until I guess recently with the Rams. But you were and look at that and look at and now look at and look at those teams. Yeah. And just automatic both sides of town i mean the giants they're they're a mess for sure but you feel like they can fix themselves and hey, la is already got the jets going. at least we're better than the jets yeah. that's how bad life is now yeah i gotta like say the stuff jets like that. or we're the mets or where this just ugh. better than the kid like that's how that's how bad let's 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 switch off into something else man i'm tired of talking about the bears man. It's, <laughs> i'm done bro. how about the bulls happy yeah let's get to some bulls happy, are always yeah. happy Bulls are ha- the Bulls are definitely happy. They lost to the Pacers. They're about to beat the Rockets. Even though I think the last time I said the Bulls were about to beat somebody, I was the 76ers, and they lost back-to-back games against the Sixers. Jalen Green going off tonight. I could see. I could see that they got Woods. I don't know if Christian Woods is, is healthy or not. Um, the big man down there. You got John Wall sitting out, but getting paid. Um, Story of my life. I wish. <laughs> uh, but no, you you got this Bulls team. Yeah, Vooch coming back. I saw Joe Cowley had tweeted out that Vooch is coming off Oof. of the COVID list. Good. They um, need him. So, yeah, definitely. So that'll definitely be good with how this offense has been. Uh, how this offense is. Ooh, you know, and it hit. looks like Caruso is available as well. Yeah. So the Bulls are getting a, a large part, a large part 
of their team back. Listen, the Bulls have been playing well this year. I'm not going to get mad after a loss when they've been exceeding so well. And it's the NBA. No team, especially a team that's learning how to be a team, just snaps. Like even when we got to remember, even when Golden State got really good, uh, maybe a year before everyone thought they were. Them and Memphis have been together for like three years. Right. As far as right. Clay, when they were running. Uh, they Steph. were together for. A we while. forget about the Mark. All the, Mark Jackson had them first. Remember, so like they had you know those players got used to one. I mean, and that's all. That's with Barnes being there. That's with Bogut being like those players built a culture. So and had went through being an average losing team to a, a straight team and to a great team. So we like now we want to put the cart before the horse. It's we're getting there. Let them. They're still figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? Let let you. There's no problem with this team. When you see that Zach on his team lets Demar do his thing, it's telling this team is in the right place. You know what I'm saying? You don't have it where Zach is like, man, this is mine, shorty. You know what I'm saying? Where. No, I'm going to sit here and learn. I'm going to get this off. We've said since the beginning of the year, when you think about the, the way the Bulls are playing, dude, it's, it's going to be it's going to be a lot easier. I want to say it's going to be easy for them when when teams start cutting these players to get that big or that guard. We'll be like, man, if they had so-and-so, like, it's attractive, man. The, the Bulls are really attractive. Billy Donovan has these, these, these guys balling out. We all love what they're doing defensively. Um, they're going to lose some games, and a couple of and them are going to be. Especially when you're without Caruso. And, I mean, you're going up and you're going up against Sabonis, and you know what I'm saying. And, and, and they already struggle with size inside. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and that with the skill, big like Sabonis too. Like that's yeah. a real and problem. Turner, Turner's yeah, enough too, too. Yeah, dude. And so it's like, and, and also that that team was just better than the Bulls two months ago on paper. As far as coaching and as far as what you expect, you know what I'm saying? And just how the roster was built out, that they were they've been together. The problem with the Pacers was, you know, they're a middle of the road team because people weren't sure the Bulls were middle of the road. Now the Bulls are better than the middle of the road. People were like, you know, the Bulls are going to be in the play in. Now, I think majority of people believe, like we said before the year, they're they're better than the play in team. The Uh Pacers are slightly maybe better than play in. But when I mean that, they can end up in the play in. That's kind of who they are because they don't have that 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 overextending uh, wing player. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, like if every, that like, game was tight in the last four or five minutes, is Indiana actually winning that game? Right. Well, listen, if they had Paul George now, this Paul George now there, they would be a little scary in the East. Yeah, now we right. wouldn't we wouldn't be like for sure they're coming out, but they're in the top four. In the East, the teams you have to look out for. If you put Paul George with Brogdon Turner and with Sabonis, you you got you a squad. Yeah, you got yeah. you a squad now. Like they had Carlisle at head coach too. Exactly. Yeah. When you they had that, but since they're not a destination and they have to make trades or draft to get those players, it, it, it leaves them where they're in the middle of the road often. But in if in a good way for a mid market team, but I'm sure they want more and they deserve more. I like I like the Pacers for the most part, and I like the fans for the most part too. But um, yeah, the, the Bulls man have been doing exceedingly well. I can't wait to see this game. Don't they play Orlando 
the next uh, next couple of games. I believe. Uh, let me double check that. I believe so. I, I, I know the the schedule is home. softing a little bit. They went In through East. this really rough patch, and they played, you know, solidly. They got they, through they, that. They got through the road, the West Coast road trip. Yeah. And so, they should I mean, have probably won another game in there, but whatever. You know, that's right. still a good uh, How many times since D Rose have we been talking about that circus trip where they're just getting smacked around and you're hoping to win maybe one game of that road trip? And right. now to come out above 500? No, that's, that's terrific. And you're right. At Orlando, that is on Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely, man, getting to a weaker Ooh, part of the season. Spicy, though, Saturday. Versus Miami, I want to see that. Yeah, but what's it's, it's on the back end of a back and back and and three games in four days? Like who? It's gonna be tough. Who who did the scheduling? What Miami person did the scheduling on that one? <laughs> like, well, we can't be too hard, right? Because the those poor Nuggets that the Bulls beat, they were on what their third game in a row, back to back to back. Yeah, that's a lot. That's that's a lot. So, uh, man, dude, I wish Miami – I wish they had a day of rest before that Miami game, man. I feel, I want I want to see well, Miami schedule. can't you schedule. just spank Orlando and get the hell out of there or no? But, see, that's the problem. Orlando will be that team that you come in there uh, looking ahead of, <laughs> and then they give you a game. And Wendell Carter plays his ass off out of revenge, right. big revenge <laughs> right? And let alone Cole Anthony's been balling out, you know what I'm saying, to go along. I, don't, I know Suggs has been all right. If he's healthy, but like, no, nah, that that Orlando got trap game written all over it. Vooch going home. Four and 14. Oh, oh man, they've been getting destroyed. The Orlando Magic. 14? Listen, last game against everything. Milwaukee, 123 to 92. I want to say everything I said discounted, but still. <laughs> yeah. No, you're tra- right. I'm going to tell you, it's a trap it's game. The NBA, it's, got it tra- it's got trap game written all over it, man. Especially you win this game tonight. You feel good about yourself. Go, you maybe, yep, you're looking at Miami on Saturday. Mm. It's real easy to overlook that Friday Orlando. If you can put them away early, man, sit those players on the bench Friday night. Hold on, I gotta see this. Is Mo Bamba really the leading scorer on the on the roster? It's not Cole Anthony. It's got to be Cole Anthony. It's got to be Cole Anthony. Because uh, it could just be my app. It gave me top players. It gave me Mo Bamba. Bamba. That <laughs> is ten point seven points a nah, game. Nah, dude. Nah, dude. It's it's definitely Cole Anthony. It's got to be. Yeah, it's Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony been snapping, man. And everybody knows. What? Cole Anthony, was he, he UNC? Went to North Carolina. Yeah, yeah okay. went to North Carolina. Isn't it crazy sometimes how some of these guys like get stuck in your head? Mm-hmm. Uh, he is averaging 19.6 points was, per game. So, yes, yeah. he's much higher than Mo Bamba. Mm-hmm. I actually knew it was 19. I would, thought I was going to be wrong. I should have said something. All right, All right, Ryan, take me up for grabs and get me out of here on Thanksgiving Eve. Let's get out of Let's there. talk about that Thanksgiving. I got to know, what's the most underrated part of Thanksgiving, food or otherwise? You only get one most underrated part. Mm, most underrated part of Thanksgiving is the football game sometimes. No, that's underrated, meaning that uh, wait, no, no. Let me go. Stuff let me that run that gets back. Overlooked about this. Let me run that back. Let me run that back. Um hmm. That's a good question. 
I'll give you mine. Let me give you yeah, your. Yeah. Let me. I think for me, it's the Thanksgiving morning feels because you get out. Usually mm. someone's cooking, so you start smelling a little bit. Football's in the air, right? But we haven't That's gotten started yet, and you just like kind of just roll into Thanksgiving, and it just it's glorious. It's glorious. I like, one of the best. I like that one. Um, I would say I don't think it's underrated though. Um, so that's the only problem, but I will say the familial connections, like Thanksgiving to me is probably, well, I think that can be a little bit underrated because sometimes you take it for granted that yeah, you have both. I, I think it's the biggest family holiday. I think across family. So like Christmas, you may particularly be with your umbrella of the family and that may yeah. expand to your grandmother or grandfather and auntie and uncle, but particularly through your branch of the tree. Probably. Yeah, because you don't want to buy a ton of gifts. Buy <laughs> gifts for everyone. <laughs> but Thanksgiving, like, yo, you make, you get, like, Thanksgiving is when you see, like, your distant cousins on right. Thanksgiving, right? Well, we got 30 pounds of turkey. I guess they can go right. over. So, like, they, so Thanksgiving, I would see my cousins from Rockford and, you know, my my cousins that we would go to my, my cousin, she really was my aunt, but we would go to my cousin Chrysella's uh, house for Thanksgiving and us kids would spend the night so that would be the time that I would hang out with my cousins that live either in other parts of the city or in other cities you know what I'm saying so I I, that, I used to love that or like on my mother's side you know go down to my auntie's house and that's where I would you know hang out with my cousins my cousin is coming in from Michigan he's going to be at my auntie's house tomorrow and I'm, I'm going to go past there and check him out so I oh, think that's is the underrated, even though I think people were, but the familial connections, getting to see people you haven't seen in a long time, especially the older I get, knowing that I need to put more of an emphasis on spending time with the people that mean a lot to me. Yeah, I like a, I like that point. Just it's usually a lot of people you don't necessarily expect to see all of a sudden on Thanksgiving. And it, it really changes just the dynamic of the holiday in general. Because when you get to see some people, like you said, that you haven't seen in a while that you definitely love and support, and you just get to hear about what they're doing, like that, that is a beautiful part of Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I think it does get kind of underrated because you just point at the food, right? And the football, that's usually the number one or number two. But I guess in that sense, I want to know where Thanksgiving ranks in terms of holidays and what is it missing to rise up the ranks? So Thanksgiving to me is it's, it's in a crazy way. It's either number one, two or three. Yeah, it's definitely my right? top three. So I would say the fourth one is because it's, it's a summer holiday. So that it, it wins by it's during the summertime. And mm -hmm. you can blow stuff up legally in a in a, in a uh, state where we're we're not supposed to blow stuff right. up. So you the get grills that, going. You're wearing right, shorts. Exactly. Oh, so you man. get you get that breaking the law, break breaking the law, breaking the law. <laughs> you get that part of it, right? It's like, hey, I'm grilling, I'm blowing stuff up, I'm drinking, I'm doing, I'm living my life. It's America, here, right? baby. Right? It's, it's America. Like, it's, it's it's like um. It's like Bronx Tale. It's like you're sunny and bro. Like it's like you you're grown up. Hey, I'm doing my thing here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that that's up. So that that and again, I'm gonna give um, these fluctuate. So the Fourth of July, and I'm a, I'm a July baby. Um, then of course Christmas, and I mean if you're a kid, Christmas is number one, yeah. right? Because you get shit. 
Right. It's like, yeah. I mean, my kids we were like, as soon as Christmas is over, my daughter's already on what's for the next Christmas. But Christmas, I know, right? Christmas, well, on top of it, too, you got so much decoration like it just in your face. Christmas. How can you not right? like it? But now after going back to a live Christmas tree, it has put Christmas back up and kind of melted away my bah humbugness. Ooh, I like that. Because it's nothing like the li- like when you hit like the, when you come to the house and it's that live tree, the smell, just having yeah. that living thing in your yeah. living room. Yeah. And, and it's it's, it's something you. so great about it, but also kind of messed up because it's just yeah. killing the tree. Oh, tree. Even though they, <laughs> they grow so quick. They grow so fast. Don't worry about it. If we were, if these pine trees were in danger, we would have stopped chopping them down a long time ago. <laughs> One day a year. You never on. heard somebody be like, we got to save the pine trees. The pine trees are going extinct. Yeah. That lets you know they got tons of them. We good here. We we good, y'all. Don't worry. They yeah, feed them the polar bears. We don't need them that tall. We yeah. just need they gonna feed them feet. They, yeah, they're going to feed them the polar bears or something after. So forget yeah. whatever they do. They, We're not cutting down the 20 footers. You produce yeah, our no, oxygen we say those as for, usual. We say that for Rockefeller Plaza, 30 Rock, and we say that for downtown with the, the big super trees. But mm-hmm. So the Christmas part, that's Christmas is Christmas, the, the, the biggest holiday at the end of the year. Because it depends on how you look at New Year's. New Year's the end of the year, the beginning of the year. It's actually both. Anyway. That's so, one of my least favorite holidays. Though. I'm not. No, that's not even here. That's not even. That's not in there. I just gave you my three. It's Thanksgiving, the Fourth of July, and Christmas. Yeah, I'll I say this. I think, from the reasons that I said earlier, Thanksgiving may be, but it kind of goes with the Fourth too, because you do you do hang out with family on the Fourth of July, and family may be moving because this is the summertime. People are traveling, so you may get to see extended relatives or whatever. But Thanksgiving's ability to bring in relatives that usually you don't see all the time. Like, so I, again, being someone that's now in my early forties, that is important to me. And I want to put more of an emphasis because a lot of the Thanksgivings, sometimes I'll spend by myself as far as the family goes someplace, I'll chill out because sometimes as a kid, I did that, right? I didn't feel like it or whatever. And as time starts to dwindle away, I know I can't be like that. And I need to spend more time with people. So I'll give, Thanksgiving the edge for that and it leads into Christmas so I'm probably going to get my Christmas tree in a week Ooh, you know what I'm like saying? It. I like it I like that so it's I after it. Thanksgiving I, I don't like the people that are yeah. hot Christmas before Thanksgiving like give it a little time can we? But I had a problem though let me, let me bring this over here right Okay. I may have told you this already so I was going to get my Christmas tree last year right? Mm-hmm. So I get there I pull up same spot I usually get it his brother's coming out. His brother, I don't even know this brother's a brother until he opens his mouth, <laughs> right? That's how fair, I mean, his, you know, like, I mean, his nose the size, complexion. maybe. Yeah, complexion, he was very fair skin, right? So he's like, oh, man, yeah, man. That's so how I knew it was a brother, right? <laughs> so, oh, okay, he brother. I mean, I, I, my family was like that. I look, as, as, as my complexion, I was the darkest thing in the house that I grew up, growing up. All right. So to let you wait, know how wait, fair. we're in the, what 2021. We don't want to assume anything with people. I'm just telling you, I'm just saying. So, I, hey, man, some, some, she's like, man, don't get your tree from up here, man. Some, some, some. I'm like, what's going on, bro? Now, mind you, Ryan, he's strapping a tree to having a tree strapped to his car while he's telling me this. I'm like, what's going on? He like, man, they voted for Trump. I said, motherfucker. I said, motherfucker, why are you going to tell me this shit? Right. When I'm going up in right. here and you, you strapping a tree to your ride. That's when you're supposed to leave me alone. Let me leave me alone. Leave me alone right now, right? 
So now I got to go in here. I'm like, listen. So this guy literally was like, my parade's been rained on. I need to rain on Ken's parade. Right. And look, this is the thing, too. He had to go in there talking crazy and bringing up the presidential race anyway. I don't I didn't I wasn't coming in here to, to argue debate politics, right? I wasn't right. I was coming here to get a tree because I was debating between I, five feet and six feet. That's exactly because I knew what line they may fall down. Listen, let's keep this business moving. Let's do this transaction. We ain't family. Let's get Christmas let's get is in your heart right now. You don't want so, to worry about the politics. We're worried about the tides of the season. Right. So, so, so anyway, so I'm like, so now I'm on alert, right? I'm like, fuck. I'm like, man, these motherfuckers crossing the line. I'm walking the fuck up out of here, right? So, uh, everything went well, except when I was paying for it, uh, one dude was like, uh, he's like checking the savings. He said something. I can't really remember. And I didn't think about it till now. He's like, yeah, something going to savings. You know, it may, um, it may draw it all out. And I was like, draw it all out. I was like, I said something real slick, right? Cause I mean, at this point, you know, we, we in the heyday of the pandemic. I mean, listen, my, my savings account is still nice. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't get that part. Listen, it's probably, to be honest, it's probably a little bit too much. I'm not saying my savings account is dumb crazy. It's probably some money that should be moved to something that can make, be making some more money to actually give you a full assessment of me not taking care of my savings and doing proper, and managing my money properly. Mr. Pine Tree Man. Yeah, so I'm like, what? Who's fool? I'll I buy this place. <laughs> I'm going to buy this place and slap a Biden talk- sticker on it. You, you talking? Right? It was like, it's like, you, you, t- do you, you know, you. So anyway, I get home until after and I said, man, I don't think I can go back up there next year, right? Um, I just want to listen. Just leave me alone. I don't tell you what I have to say. Right. You don't tell me. Like, we went out. It's a we pretty simple grass- transaction. Here's the tree. Simple. Here's the money. Exactly. So uh, I don't know uh, where. They, it's so- were they like a car dealer at the same time, too, and they forgot which job they were at? So they were no. saying, like... <laughs> No, I don't know what to do during the regular year, but this is clearly I think these people have been doing this for generations because it used to be one right by the house I grew up with. And I'm sure either they're connect. I think I presume they're connected or related to those people that used to do it because it's like the same empty lot, uh, trash can fire, uh, um, uh, uh, camper, you know what I'm saying? Like the same scenario, a bunch of white guys, you know, brothers doing the heavy lifting and strapping, you know what I'm saying? Like the same MO, it's like it's the same people. And again, they, they look, outside of that, when Shuddy said that about, mind you, I already paid it, and it was, this was a little late, so I had to get it. If, if I had another tree place close, I would have left that damn tree right there, right? Mm-hmm. But it was, I needed a tree. I believe right? it. I need, I need my, I need my, so I have to figure out. As yeah, I, I was going to ask you, so this year, what's the but verdict? The pro- See, the problem is going to be this. Any place, chances are that I get it. They're going to have probably the same political affiliation. <laughs> <laughs> Does Trump have the piners? Big time pine people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be slapping it. Mind you, I wouldn't be slapping a Biden sticker on. Like, it's funny. And I usually, we don't dive into politics, but since we're just breaking all types of codes, for anybody that hasn't been watching this show from the, the its its inception when it was uh, Dean Davis and Ryan joining us when we used to do the flip, 
Demas, myself, and Ryan used to complain about we didn't like majority of the candidates for the presidency, oh, and we didn't. I really was actually want just thinking about what was it Rosenblum? I was thinking about our conversation with him during that. Race. Right. We didn't want um, we didn't want Joe Biden to be president, yeah. but we used to tell Ryan because Ryan really did want Joe Biden. I didn't to be president. want him. But we was like, right, he the only one that could take down Trump because it's got to be old white man versus old white man. And they, yeah. Bernie's too radical for most of these people. Because yeah. yeah. when I see people like, y'all voted for Biden, it's like, didn't know what? Wait, 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 wait. A large majority of us didn't do it like, that's our guy. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that yeah. was not like, no, 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 no. no. That, it was never like that. We, 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 we wasn't rocking with him like yeah. that. We, uh, we like Uncle Joe as the VP. Right. That's Some about people it. Were. Some people were, right? Yeah. Uh, but again, you know what I'm saying? So, like, funny in the house, like, because I always, like, I'll be at the house and, like, I can just see it make an aftermath. Like, man, those damn Democrats. And she'd be like, what? and I think she's, <laughs> right? And she think I'm, she'd think I'm just being a jerk, right? And I'm just like, man, this is punks, right? And I'm like, and I'm like, uh, I'm like Kamala. I'm like, where your girl Kamala at, man? I, t- I told you. <laughs> anyway, anyway. And then you text D right. too. What about your girl? I'm just, I told you. I told you, man. For the, for the rinky dink. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. Th- so Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Where are I? Where are we? Is this uh, what year is your, this? Give me your list before we get out of here. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. I'm still gonna give you the top three like you have it. I think that's pretty good. You gotta have a summer holiday in there. As much as I want to throw Halloween, I gotta have a summer holiday. I can't do everything in the winter, so I gotta throw the fourth. Memorial Day is kind of the kickoff of the summer, but sometimes it's a little too chilly for me mm. so we need that we need that straight heat of july going on the fourth um i'll put christmas still i guess number one just because of all the hoopla around it and then i would probably put the fourth just because of summer so thanksgiving will be third but i gotta say the one thing that thanksgiving's really got going for it that multiple days off with right. it being on a thursday that you can count on with the travel days and everything I gotta say that might make me consider putting that number two above the Fourth of July. I had a vendor from my regular nine to five email me and was like, "Hey, Ken, um, with Thanksgiving and Black Friday, right?" And she put it, mind you, they, I believe she's in—I don't know if she's in South Africa or India. She's like, with uh, uh, Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Basically, she was asking, do they have to, does she have to send work to do part of her job or whatever? And I was like, no, you don't have to do <laughs> Yes, the holiday is for you to <laughs> like, Are you American? Then you <laughs> need to do it. <laughs> no. But that Friday, she was like, yeah, but I get that Friday. I'm like, yes, man. You, they will not be looking for that alert. You get that. You get that. You got that Friday too, right? And it was funny. This part of me was like, hmm. <laughs> I was like, hmm. I was like, you know, if you know better, you know how it's supposed to go. But yeah. Anyway, I uh, hope this hasn't offended too many people. If it has, get over it. Yeah, life's too seriously, short. get over it. Like, life's too short. Most of you, if you don't like it anyway, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> they just want to hear about all the stuff we're right about. I mean, you can't blame them for that, right? Right. Um, always appreciate a great show, Ryan. Ryan, have a terrific holiday. Hey, Ryan, you're not, what are you doing for the holiday? 
I'm, uh, I think, going to a friend's house. I'm staying in Arizona, but I'm coming back for Christmas. All right. So hopefully maybe I'll see you around Christmas time or maybe actually link up this time. Yeah, let's do it. Get a Bulls game. All right. I love it. Yeah, get a Bulls game in. Everybody, um, we'll be back next week. Um, probably, uh, Probably be dropping on next Wednesday. So either look for us next Wednesday or Thursday. To drop something about whatever's going on with the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> we might have a press conference Monday of a firing. Who would have whatever reliever the White Sox have signed? We didn't even go over into that one today. Uh, we'll have well, to. We're maybe, still waiting on it to be official, right? Official, with official. Yeah, we're waiting for it to be official. Don't want to <laughs> jump it too soon. So um, we'll, we'll definitely be that. And then just whatever hijinks we come up with as we in some ways try to combine the show with a little bit more of some of the qualities of the flip. And I just want to make it personalize it and make it uh, us us and something that maybe is appealing to you and appealing to your appetite. But all right. Always uh, be safe. Don't do anything stupid before you hear from us again. Um, listen, I know it's easy to do. Man, don't be out there tipsy and driving. man. It's just it ain't even worth it. Especially um, Blackout Wednesday. Be very careful. Be very Listen, very I really didn't hear about that till yesterday. Really? I've celebrated not, some Blackout Wednesdays before. That's not... Now, I'm not saying that black people in general don't know about it, but that's not a black thing. It's almost so I was like listening unofficial. To the score and I was, hearing, I was hearing Danny talk to Spiegel, and he was like, Blackout Wednesday. And I'm like, I get it, but, like, I never knew. Like, we never, like, <laughs> I've never called it that. I never, some people get down with their friends See, so well. I, I such a good job of gathering and getting <laughs> off. <laughs> well, if you throw booze out there, it's like white people come out of the woodworks for it. <laughs> right? So <laughs> I was like, woods. damn, what? Yeah, so I didn't know that was, like, a real I didn't thing. know about it until college. So That's what I was going to say. It seemed a like long time without it. Another point, real quick. I want to say this before we leave. Um, if you brought up, uh, you brought up Labor Day, right? Or Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Mm-hmm. Labor Day, Memorial Day. I would have probably have had them higher if I was a college student, because yeah. that's. Yeah. Those are those college holidays when you hit town and you about to burn the city down. Yeah. Right? You come here for three days, line them up. If you like, you like that, like those old Screw girls, blackout you know, Wednesday. We right, blacking out uh, right now, baby. Right, like those. Oh, like now I get the blackout Wednesday aspect, but if you think about it, like, dog, we we're like we would get you. See, the problem with that is you never left school. No, you never left school or home if you were on the road now if you were on a plane you had to get your ass to that airport but if mm-hmm. you're on the road your family may think you're going and, it, and like halfway to school you have not left your region yet <laughs> you're going and waiting on so-and-so to get his stuff right. we're right. still we're at dude we're at so-and-so's house waiting for so-and-so right. mind right. you we're supposed to left three hours ago yeah. four let's hours eat over ago. here really quick because i'm starving yeah, we're still here so like you we would sit there and you would think we would get home in time to on Wednesday to do something. No, we we, we didn't hit the we, we didn't hit home to about nine, eight, nine o'clock, maybe. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like, I right, basically we'll hook back up either after Thanksgiving or Friday night. You know what I'm saying? And then we'll start 
doing that crazy cycle of being at home and waking up at like noon, right? right. It's like, oh, right. yeah, because you're getting in at like <laughs> four in the morning and whatnot. Like, oh, man, that's some good times. Oh, uh, I miss those days. Miss yeah. those days. That's some good times. Listen, you can still relive them now, man. Just you don't have any kids, man. Enjoy yourself. I, I do you try to. I do try enjoy to. Enjoy yourself, man. That's what I was doing was. a little bit in Vegas last week. Good, good. But anyway, everybody, be safe. Take care of yourself. And we will holler at you next week.